0: I'm <laughs> 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for The Other Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And
1: I'm not. Hello, folks. It's John Hogue, the other guy on The Other Podcast here, and live and direct from exotic Valdosta, Georgia. Hi, Diana.
2: Hello, hello.
1: Oh, you sound a little... uh throaty there.
2: I do feel, I feel a little hoarse. I, there's, um, the weather's been really strange and there's so much pollen in the air. I'm kind of, I'm choking on it.
0: Yeah. Well, well, it's a lovely spring weekend up here. What's the, uh, weather down there in Valdosta?
2: We're socked in and I think it's threatening to rain. Well, we uh, had
1: a thunderstorm over in, where I live in Westminster this afternoon, just um, enough to keep the grass growing. Huh. but it it was bright sunny day by the time i left to come over here so you know
0: <laughs> well i tell you wait what wait a few uh, minutes and
1: we, it'll change
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find my good friend john Hogue's blogging at hogwash.com
1: and you can find stacy's blogging at com and other fine spots around the interwebs uh, and you can find diana's blogging at mm-hmm. uh, Advancement. Dot com and we're mm-hmm. going to talk about her blogging uh, for openers. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Well, I tell you what, I was I was all ready to update you on the uh, Valdosta crime wave. Apparently, they ran out of ammo. <laughs> right there, were, it, it, they, they went a whole week without anybody getting shot in Valdosta. I know, I know. We're
2: we'd like that to go on. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Now, I guess everyone was watching the Braves.
2: Uh, that or we were watching the house fire Thursday night. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, anyway,
1: seriously, uh, Diana uh, does work with not-for-profits. Mm-hmm. And one of the things not-for-profits need is proper oversight. Otherwise, the, grif- otherwise the grifters get in. Take it away,
2: Okay. um, This is all Stacy's fault. Um, This is kind of a blast from the past. Yeah, you on on uh, Facebook, you mentioned um, a you linked to a Breitbart article about the Make It Very Very Wrong Foundation, Brad Pitt's uh, Brad Pitt's attempt to uh, rebuild the Ninth Ward in uh, in New Orleans. Well, okay. The Make It Right Foundation um, last filed a 990 in 2015, and there's a reason for that, and it's kind of a sad one. Um, The initial impulse was a good one. Uh, Raise money and rebuild the ninth ward after Katrina. Um, Unfortunately, in typical Hollywood fashion, it went from being a good idea with lots of money behind it. To being a uh, an opportunity for every uh, grifter with a green pattern line of patter to uh, take money away from this foundation and build uh, completely awful houses. To make matters worse, um, Pitt thought it was a brilliant idea to go to all these celebrity uh, architects and have them do their um, uh, submit these pie in the sky. Ooh, how funky and cool designs for houses. Um, Nobody, these, and the house, oh, and uh, let's not, I won't go into too much detail, but um, these green building materials were many of them experimental, quote, unquote, uh, quote, unquote, (laughs) experimental. What they actually were, were griffs. Oh, hi, here's some green lumber. Uh, (laughs) Build with it. It'll it'll be fine. Uh, It wasn't. Anyway, nobody, but nobody involved in this um, was experienced in nonprofits or in New Orleans. And, needless, and there have been lawsuits, and the people who uh, were dumb enough to get these houses are, of course, hopping mad because they're falling down about their ears. They have gas leaks. Um, nothing works. It, in other words, it's a disaster. And Brad Pitt, at this point, of course, is pretending that none of this has anything to do with him.
0: What do we expect? Well, but
1: here's the other thing is that you, the important point about this is <sighs> if you don't have proper oversight by experienced right. people, right. It, all of these things will become vulnerable to grifts.
2: Absolutely, you know, if I had been in charge of that, my response when all of this lovely stuff is being put up, I would have said, "No, no, no, back up. We're going to go to here's, you know, we've got a bunch of nonprofits in uh, New Orleans, a bunch of which do housing. We're going to partner with them, yeah, and we're partner, going to build real houses.
1: Partner with Habitat. For, uh, for no, humanity. not for not. No, you know, uh, and, Habitat's
2: great, but it's an it's Habitat's great, but it doesn't do a development. Um, these somebody like um, uh, least, Mercy Housing uh, South
1: would yeah, be a but, good uh, choice. But I mean, but at least they've got a good set of building plans. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, you can partner with them for that. Maybe not to do the construction, but yeah. to get some insight about what you're doing. I mean, most Hollywood right. act. Uh, you know, uh, uh, aside what do they from know a few- about
2: building houses for poor people in in the Ninth Ward. Nothing. Well, I mean,
1: Well, I mean, you know, you, you have Han Solo who made his, used to make his living as a carpenter, but that's about it.
2: He was a cabinet
1: maker. (laughs) right? Well, at least he knows the properties of wood. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, but see, this is the problem that people have about normal stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, building houses, is pretty normal activity. I had a post (laughs) up uh, this week, uh, I got tired of being called uh, different, different kinds of phobes. Uh, so I basically uh, am responding uh, to all those people now that I suspect that they are what are called a canonical phobe. Uh, that comes from the Greek word to which we get the Latin word, which gives us the English word canonical, which means mm-hmm. following the rules. And a mm-hmm. phobia, uh phobia uh, is the fear or dislike of normal people. <laughs> and there seems to be a whole bunch of it going around these days.
2: Oh, you can knock a f- canonica, canonica phobe. I'll have to work on that one. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. But uh, well, there's an example of uh, one with the Louisville shooting this oh. one. uh, you know, this yeah, just yeah, happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this guy, I I was uh, checking to see if there was any uh, follow-up, but uh, Mm. trust me, the Louisville shooter uh, uh, will will quickly be forgotten.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, The headline, Louisville bank shooter, Trump hater, Mm. live-streamed his murder spree. Good Lord. And so uh, what happened... um, uh, and this happened, was that t- Monday or Tuesday? I'm looking at, I'm looking at the calendar now and Monday. Yeah, that Monday. was Monday. Uh, and, and what was happening was that I was, I was trying to get together my taxes. Uh, <laughs> when this was happening live on, uh, uh, because on Tuesday we had to go see the tax lady, uh, to prepare our taxes, but we'll get to that anyways. Mm. Uh, and so it's going on on TV, and as it's going on, I start wondering one of ours or one oh, of theirs. Goodness. Yeah, but uh, most mass shootings have no real political angle, uh, mm-hmm. but everyone has become accustomed to the blame game surrounding such incidents, and my hunch once it was reported that the target was a bank, was this had to be one of theirs because Republicans generally like banks. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) that's just a simple... I hate to to laugh about uh, something so tragic as this, but... Well, you know. Anyways, the suspect in a Monday morning massacre at a Louisville bank has been identified as a 23-year-old former varsity hoops star and finance grad turned banker mm. who live streamed the horrific attack.
1: No. Louisville
0: Police Chief Jacqueline Gwyn Villarole uh, identified the suspect as Connor Sturgeon who worked at Old National Bank's downtown uh, Louisville branch. The chief said uh, Sturgeon was live streaming as he opened fire about uh. eight 38 p.m. in the old National Bank building uh, downtown uh, Louisville. He was killed after exchanging gunfire with officers. Um, uh, The shooting left uh, four people uh, dead Plus the gunman, I believe. What well, three? Anyways. Uh, and mm. nine others were injured, including mm. two police officers.
1: And it happened in a gun-free zone.
0: Yeah. Of course. Well, the thing is, is that uh, um, his uh, social media included posts in support of the Black Lives Matter protest mm. of 2020, as well as some criticism of police violence and huh? uh then-President Donald Trump. So
1: you don't think he was a Trump voter?
0: Yeah,
2: I don't think yeah. it likely.
0: Yeah, anyways, um, one of the things that they're looking at is that uh, he apparently suffered multiple concussions mm. while playing sports. Um, and uh, there's a concern, by the way, they're actually going to, uh, in the autopsy, they're going to look at his brain and, and see for... Um, uh, whether he had uh, uh, brain trauma as a sure. result of his concussions. But speaking of mentally damaged people. Well,
1: actually, the one thing I wanted to, to do is one of the things that the uh, anti-gun crowd is, is spinning is they want to eliminate, quote, the gun manufacturer's immunity from lawsuits. Oh, the gun honestly. Manu- the gun manufacturer's immunity to lawsuits is the same as every other company's. Congress did pass a law, though, specifying that that's what their immunity was, that there wasn't any special uh, thing about uh, guns one way or the other. I mean, mm-hmm. you, if you have a defective gun, you can sue the manufacturer. But if the gun's right. not defective, you sue the guy pulling the trigger.
0: Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but speaking of mentally damaged people, yeah, uh, Joe Biden quickly issued a statement. Uh, how many more Americans must die before Republicans in Congress will act to protect our communities? Yeah. It's long past time that we require safe storage of firearms, require background checks for all gun sales, eliminate gun manufacturers' immunity from liability. We can and must do these things now. A strong majority of Americans want lawmakers to act on common sense gun safety reforms. Instead, Uh from Florida to North Carolina to the U.S. House of Representatives, we've watched Republican officials double down on dangerous bills that make our schools, places of worship, and communities less safe. It's unconscionable. (sighs) It's reckless. And too many Americans are paying with their lives, end quote. And I said, Uh... you see how this works. Regardless of the fact that the killer was clearly a Democrat, still, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden always blames Republicans.
1: Well, not only that, but... Mm -hmm. They were his guns, so even if they had been safely stored, he got them out of the safe that they might have been in. Mm -hmm. He passed the background, the universal background uh, check that uh, (sighs) to buy the guns, uh, and uh, you know it's it's just completely wrong. Uh, Matter of fact, um, the in engineering, you know, we we have a set of technical terms we apply to this, and this basically is what we engineers call bullshit. Um, On the other hand, it was interesting to see how various outfits reported on this, Um, and and you know the it's also interesting to see how some uh, of the uh, uh, various media uh, companies are getting tagged on twitter uh based on what their background is bbc uh, uh you know as a state-sponsored uh, media uh, and npr uh got labeled state affiliated media <laughs> and they their response to that was saying well we'll just go to our state-affiliated mediating uh someplace else and they they left twitter um, mm-hmm. npr's uh, ceo a guy by the name of john lansing actually put out a statement that said NPR stands for freedom of speech and holding (laughs) the powerful accountable is unacceptable (laughs) for Twitter to label us this way. A vigorous, vibrant free press is essential to the health of our democracy. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, uh, my, my headline on my comment on this was true, but non sequitur.
2: Yeah. Uh, What does this have to do with NPR?
1: (laughs) Well, Yeah. I mean, you know, the last sentence is true, except I'm not sure who our democracy is. I mean, I'm I'm not Mm. sure I'm part of the hour that he is, but, um, you know, it, it, the last sentence is true, but how does it have anything to do with uh, the way NPR has operated since roughly the turn of the century? Now, 50 years ago, they were a pretty, uh, reasonable and respected, uh, uh, outfit. And when I did work for them in the eighties, uh, uh, recording classical music on, uh, on, uh, at concerts for them. Uh, it, you know, they were a responsible organization, but boy, have they changed. Mm. It, 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 it ain't the. They're, they're not the same people that used to put, uh, provide us with click and clack on Saturday morning. Mm.
2: Not at all. I miss the, click and clack. Yeah. I learned uh, about I learned about Camaros and a blonde ladies named Debbie from them. <laughs>
1: about what? Camaros and
0: blonde ladies named Debbie.
1: He
2: must Camaros are name. only driven by blonde ladies named Debbie.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I I'm I'm not i not now, nor have I ever been a PBS an NPR listener.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, click and clack, the Tappet brothers were worth it. They were. Uh, uh, they were a couple of graduates from MIT who ran mm-hmm. a car repair shop and, and gave uh, car, uh, uh, maintenance advice for an hour every Saturday. Uh-huh. It was, uh-huh. they, were, they were, and they were, they were worth the price of admission.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, they gave you really good car maintenance tips, but secondly, they were so funny.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, but that gets us to the more sensitive, uh, things mm. uh, of the week, uh, Stacy, we're going to have to talk about secret stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, you know. Uh, uh, my son uh, has been in the army. I think it's it's going on ten years now. You know, and um, you know, there's times where where I can't talk about what he's doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and there's
1: times when I don't bother to ask him. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, as a parent of a serviceman, I understand uh, operational security and its requirements. But I uh, had a post uh, this week called, How Did He Get Those Secrets? Yeah. You know, which is about the Air National Guard member who uh, uh, had the Pentagon's worst leak, uh, one of the worst leaks of U.S. Uh, classified material ever. Okay, uh, this was this was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ed Morrissey, over at HotAir.com, pointed out that nobody seems to know mm-hmm. how or why a 21-year-old Air National Guard member would have access to all those leaked documents.
1: After we get to the next segment, I'm going to explain exactly how.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. I get uh, that part. <laughs> uh, Jack Teixeira... Uh, Served in the 102nd Intelligence Wing of the Massachusetts Air National Guard based on Cape Cod. Mm -hmm. What would the uh, Massachusetts Air National Guard need to know about Mossad communications, Russian and Ukraine military operations, and diplomat communications, asks our friend, Ed Morrissey. The former chief of Massachusetts Homeland Security, Juliet Kayyem, doesn't have an explanation for it either. Uh, he quotes Kayyem, unless it is deploying under federal orders, the Massachusetts Air National Guard's job is to protect the Commonwealth. Communications of the leaders of Israel's Mossad intelligence service and discussion among members of South Korea's National Security Council yeah. on whether to sell ammunition that could end up in Ukraine have no obvious relevance to the suspect's work, intelligence analysts say. Quote, the Pentagon's notion of who should have access to what seems very broad based on what we know now. That quotes Miss Kaim, who is now a lecturer at the Harvard Kennedy school of government
1: and probably mm-hmm. never served in any, any of the armed forces and never had any kind of responsible position involved in communications with DOD, uh, inside of DOD.
0: Yeah. I, um, uh, uh, there was some discussion in the commentary about whether Texara is a, a fall guy mm. and I didn't want to get into any kind of tinfoil hat speculation, uh, <laughs> Occam's Look, Razor tells me that the most obvious explanation is that Tex Hara's job job uh, in a military intelligence unit involved using some kind of government computer network where he applied his skills to access classified files that were not properly s- secure. Oh, Go I, ahead. I, I have
2: no actual opinion about how he got... I mean, people have told me various things about how he may have gotten his hands on them my issue here is he published them on a discord server Mm
0: -hmm.
2: that he was associated with i know he's just 21 i know he's a gamer but is he brain damaged um if you're gonna leak highly classified material you're why would, I just I
0: this is it the doesn't thing. make any sense we'll it get makes more no
2: sense now now know. I I do not underestimate this the ability of a 21 year old uh person uh, male or female to do something spectacularly stupid but this usually involves hey y'all watch this not classified documents
0: you know, you know, uh, Diana, you were mentioning, uh, young people, you know, t- this week I was, uh, working from my other office, namely the local sheets. Uh, where sometimes I'll go down there and work from their, uh, dining area while I enjoy my coffee and breakfast. But, uh, mm-hmm. I was working there on my laptop and, the uh, and this couple were standing there having a conversation in the, uh, uh, you know, older couple, and they, they come up to me and they say, excuse me, uh, I wanted to ask you something. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you, you know, th- and they were doing it because I was working on my laptop. They figured mm-hmm. I might know something about computer stuff. And they had purchased <laughs> this, um, item from that was sold at the store, a, uh, a body cam. Okay. And you're supposed oh. to be able to activate it with, uh, from your smartphone with a, um, uh, with an app right and mm-hmm. so they were asking me if I knew how they couldn't get it to work mm-hmm. and I said I, I I'm not that kind of techie if I I would tell you to ask a teenager because <laughs> whenever, whenever I have any kind of <laughs> how do I make this work kind of question about anything technological like that? I go to one of my kids, you know, my brother like, yells
1: for his, for his daughter. Yeah.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> I I've got to Ask my kids. I can't figure it out.
1: Well, of course, I guess my son is thirty-five now, but he actually
0: asked me. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, but then again, uh, yes, knew, John. You know, but you are an engineer, and therefore,
2: odd and very precise. Yes. Yeah. So- well, anyway, but, but let space <laughs> me.
0: Space robots for NASA. <laughs> well, and, I, and, and I, I mentioned in my post, by the way, I I mischaracterize what John Hoge did uh it, for the army during the vietnam war but i knew that it, we would get around to him telling us what he did during the vietnam war take it away john well
1: actually i had a job and a half my uh, i was a signal corps officer and my job on paper was uh The maintenance, uh, supervision of the maintenance of all the electronic widgets uh, on the airplanes and helicopters in the Army's 12th Combat Aviation Group. And uh, the other half job was at group headquarters. I was responsible for the communications center. And back in the dark ages, we used teletypes.
2: Ah, yes.
1: Okay. All we did was rip and read. Well, or uh, take the paper tape from one uh, printer, puncher, and put it on the uh, reader so you could uh, relay them. It's called torn tape relay. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the Army and the DOD really, well, actually, there are a few teletype circuits left for certain special purposes. But Mm -hmm. basically, everything is on an internal network that Mm -hmm. parallels the Internet but is disconnected from it. And you sent, you don't send a teletype message. You send an email. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called Sipranet. Okay. And the IT people who come and fix your computer uh, it, it have to have the same security clearance as the mm-hmm. traffic that uh, can move on your computer. So if mm-hmm. they, so if the IT person has to support top secret capable messaging systems he has to have the clearance because he might see something and of course he's an i.t person so he's got administrative login (sighs) okay are you seeing where this is going i see
2: where this is going but you still haven't answered why he was who who would be this stupid
1: oh i apparently he would but let me tell you about the way it was at our comm center in vietnam uh Mm. you know And the way it is now with these information specialists in the branches of the various branches of the service, you've got airmen and seamen and uh, privates.
0: Hey, let's don't talk about seamen, man. This is a family program.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all these low level clerical jobs and support jobs are done by privates and uh, and. The privates the PFCs and spec fours who worked in my, my comm center in Vietnam were all either 19 or 20 years old.
0: Uh-huh. They were
1: all draftees and they handled highly classified traffic on a routine basis every day. Uh, and of course the young men working for me in my comm center were very highly motivated to do their jobs well, because if they screwed up, they lost the security clearance, and if they lost the security clearance, they couldn't work in a comm center. And their secondary military occupational specialties were all what was called eleven Bravo, which yeah. is an infantryman.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means you're you're uh, humping a rock in the boonies. No, the actually, poor what- bloody
1: infantry. No, actually, what happened to the one guy who actually didn't screw up in the comm center, but the MPs got caught him smoking dope. Oops. Uh, he didn't. Actually, he didn't wind up serving as an infantryman when they when he got to the company uh, infantry company he was sent to. They said, "Oh, you're a radio operator." So they gave him the big the backpack radio with the big tall antenna, the waves around it says "shoot me." Oh! Was, uh, oh! yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least yeah. they gave him an M16 too. So, but I don't see that level of motivation with this guy.
2: No. And, but I don't, I remain, I'm sorry. I have, I was 21 once upon a time, granted it was a long time ago, but I remember being 21 and I'm here to tell you that it's more along the lines of here, honey, hold my beer. Hey y'all watch this, not. Take the class, steal the classified documents, and put them on the Discord server that I am closely associated with.
0: No, yeah. well, on the, on well, the you other, know on he's the, a very handsome young man. Well, on the he other, he's hand, a
2: handsome man. He's he's on the other, he's a
1: almost I pretty. I don't think he would have done this though if uh, he had been someplace like Bagram, Bagram Air Force Base uh, and out and uh, well, Hello? he was going to go outside the wire. Uh, so you know that. <sighs> Well, he's gonna
2: spend—he's gonna spend forty years in Leavenworth.
1: Maybe uh, I don't know. Probably, uh, we'll see. Uh, anyway, Stacy, before we get to the back half of the show, you need to explain to the people about the Yellow button.
0: Ah, uh, folks, it's that time of uh, that portion of the program uh, where we engage in shameless capitalism. Whoop. Uh, And I tell you that if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, near the top of the uh, uh, page, uh, in the center column, is a yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, and I certainly hope you will, if you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal page where you can contribute dollars Pesos, uh, euros, shekels, yen, whatever currency you have, except Russian rubles, uh, you you can click the yellow button, go to my PayPal account and contribute money uh, to help support the blog, uh, to help support this podcast, but most importantly... Uh, to keep my wife happy because my wife likes it when I make money from this endeavor and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend, John Hoag's blog, Hoagwash.com. I don't
1: have a wife to keep happy. Alas, Mrs. Hoag has been uh, gone uh, for over six years now, but I do have a schedule C that I have to file. And the IRS is happy when it shows a profit. So if you could help the IRS smile uh, uh, and, keep no. the, <laughs> and, keep, and keep the 87,000 uh, operatives off, off of my account, I would be greatly appreciated. So click on the uh, tip jar icon, go to my PayPal account and donate, or buy something from the Hogwash store. There's a link on the sidebar of the blog there. Or do shopping with the Amazon links that you'll find on Hogwash and the other McCain and other find interweb spots where uh, you use those links. Amazon gives the blogger a cut and we are happy that Amazon has, does something nice for the internet and blogosphere. Regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language.
2: Hit the freaking tip jar.
1: Indeed. Now, Stacy, the other thing I need to remind you of is rule five.
0: Oh no. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Which I have violated in in the most gross manner possible Mm. this week. Uh, uh, I had a post about Amanda Marcotte and uh, illustrated uh, with a picture, Mm. uh, a a screen grab uh, from a podcast, by the way, which she was... uh, being interviewed, and uh, John said, "You know, r- rule five is everybody loves a pretty girl, and and uh, mm-hmm. well, uh, Amanda's not so young anymore. She's got uh, she's uh, got a few miles on her."
1: Would you think that she's past her prime? Yeah,
0: it's a- that as, scowl. Oh my God, yes. As Don Lemon would say on <laughs> CNN, hit it. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, <laughs> There's a problem round Adventure Bay. Ryder and his team of pups will come and save the day. Marshall, Rubble, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, Skye, yeah, they're on the way. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. No job
1: too big, no pups too small. Paw Patrol, we're on a roll.
0: Here we go so bad. <laughs> Whenever we mention CNN,
2: <laughs> that is such a bad song.
0: I, I, you, you understand it, what it's Canadian. Did. what can you say? I'm explaining the joke once again that because CNN's primetime ratings are lower than reruns of Paw Patrol, Mm. On, uh, on uh, Nickelodeon. That's why whenever we mention CNN.
1: Actually, Paw Patrol's in, in first run on season nine on Nickelodeon. Oh, right yeah.
0: Now. Well, anyways. Well, I'm, I'm telling you what, man. Anyways, but okay. the blog post that inspired that uh, uh, digression uh, it was called What Will Amanda Marcotte Said? Remember how feminist Amanda Marcotte wrote an entire mm. book claiming that the basic reason Trump got elected was because of Gamergate. Yeah, I remember now, Folks, that, you may really... remember Gamergate from 2014, and I got dragged into that. and and, uh, and that may be part of the explanation of how I got banned from Twitter. Uh, But anyways, uh, Amanda Marcotte became so obsessed with this that she wrote a book called Troll Nation uh, (laughs) based on the idea uh, that uh, people on Twitter had had stolen the election in 2016. And that's how Trump got elected. But anyways, that crossed my mind the other day when it was revealed that the FBI's glossary of terrorist-related terminology yeah. included such internet slang as red-pilled and "based." Okay, the, the idea that you're some kind of dangerous extremist merely because you disagree with liberals, which is the <laughs> uniting theme of both the FBI slang glossary and Marcotte's obsession with Gamergate, has <laughs> metastasized over the past six or seven years to such an extent that it seems to inform everything from news media coverage to university curricula.
1: Well, Speaking of uh, university curricula and crazed PhDs, I mean, this this flows right into another post you did uh, about uh, Marcy Wheeler. Marcy Wheeler. Yes,
0: yes, yes. But you didn't let me explain. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I you will tie g- them together. Okay. Well, and they yeah. belong
2: together.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway, so, so the thing was, was what would Amanda Marcotte say? Uh, <laughs> now that it's revealed uh, that the um, guy who leaked the secrets did so on a, on a gaming community on a discord channel. Which, of course, now we're going. I'm sure she's written that column. She may get another book out of it. But <laughs> oh this Lord. brings me also, as you said, to Marcy Wheeler. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember Marcy Wheeler. Do you remember Marcy Wheeler, John?
1: Uh, a sort of kind of blogger who is uh, more credentialed than she is educated.
0: Well, Marcy Wheeler. I mean, you will the, the remember, idea she is... was she was kind of bouncing around the Ra- Rauhouser.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah or she the, was. was back during
0: the back during the the, the Team Kimberly
1: thing? And 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 but the but but you know she's one of these people who because she's a liberal, mm-hmm. she's an expert.
0: Yeah, uh, they don't need no stinking qualifications. Well, but
1: she does have a PhD, and something that has nothing to do with what yeah. she expresses. Comparative literature.
0: Yeah, yeah. She has a PhD in comparative literature. And my post about Marcy Wheeler includes a screen cap from CNN oh. uh, uh, when, where she's uh, characterized as oh. a national security and civil liberties uh, writer. And oh and anyways but uh, her take uh, and god i remember her back in the day man she was part mm. of that if you don't remember mary fitzmus mm-hmm. okay and oh, the all road go back to bush here a days okay that's I how know. Far back she goes uh, anyways her take on the pentagon leak okay here's her headline i'll quote it in full the narcissist with a top secret clearance trying to impress teenagers in a ukraine russia chat room oh come on okay now you know and that's that's okay if you you have consistently been against against i say leaking american national security information i'm against classified leaks and always no. have been Against Seems classified like a good thing leaks. to be against. Right, right, right. Okay. But has Marcy Wheeler always <laughs> been against classified leaks? Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Here's her headline from 2013, which is recent enough that I remember it. Manning faces up to 136 years in prison for alerting you to what your government does in your name. Yes. Bradley Manning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> once again, this, this is a, this is the tie back to, uh, uh uh, Team Kimberlin again with uh, Kevin Zeese and the support he was doing for Manning. Oh during, yeah, during Bradley the
0: Manning, now known as Chelsea. You see, mm-hmm. and so so. Whereas I have been consistently against leaking national security. And when it mm-hmm. was Bradley Manning doing it, and by the way, I'll throw in my own personal anecdote about Bradley Manning when mm-hmm. he was on trial. And I believe it was January, 2013. I'm trying to remember. I think it may have been January, 2013, uh, because that was 10 years ago. Hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And on it that, was,
1: it was at Fort. Yeah, he was on uh, Fort and Meade. And on the
0: day that we went to Fort Meade to watch oh. my son swear into the army, right? Mm-hmm. They have the swearing in ceremony for all the recruits. Okay. Mm-hmm. Security at the gate was extra heavy because?
1: Because the court-martial. Yes, Bradley, Bradley
0: Manning. Manning was on trial. That was 10 years ago. My son has never divulged the classified information. But anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, Bradley Manning. When Bradley Manning was leaking documents, that was just great, said the liberals. Mm-hmm. But now that uh, this young man is doing it, uh, suddenly they're singing a different
1: Well, it's interesting though that uh, one of the leaks has to do with uh, uh, classified information about uh, various. uh, I don't. I don't want to say uh, accurate reports, but various. summaries of uh, opinions about what's going on in ukraine
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, it's it's kind of interesting though about some of the stuff that that has been floating suddenly for example mm. uh, there are elements in the british press uh mm. reporting that the special air service has uh, partially deployed to Ukraine. Yeah, the SAS. Which, yes, yeah. Well, is...
2: I am not surprised because I've been looking at some of the Ukrainian special ops, mm-hmm. and it's it's been textbook SAS stuff.
1: Well, well, look, I mean, we have we have openly sent trainers uh, to train on equipment, so that means we've mm-hmm. o- the 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 part of the army. Is supposed to go uh, do that kind of training, other than specific technical stuff, is the, uh, the Green mm-hmm. Berets, the yes. Special Forces. That's what their mission is: is to train, mm-hmm. uh, train allies.
0: Yes, so, yes. You know.
2: But um, the SAS style uh, raids have been suspicious.
0: <laughs> yeah, my headline was Pentagon leak confirms Ukraine mm-hmm. suffering shortage of trained manpower. Yeah. And see, everybody is focused on how did this leak? Okay, uh, mm-hmm. which they're using to try to distract you from the content of the leaks. Okay, I yeah, know, kind of hard it, to ignore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, and and so so I. It has been actually a couple of months uh, since I updated hey. readers on the situation in Ukraine because it's basically been. Sailmite. Same, yeah. Same yeah. day, different shit. You know, um, uh, same day, same shit. Different
2: day, same
0: shit. Thank you. Same, same different shit, different day, day, same shit. Yes. Ddss. Uh, anyways, I got that wrong, but um, mm-hmm. but at the time I was um, perplexed uh, the, about the lack. of, uh, of a follow-up to the <sighs> fall offensive last year, you know they, they broke out of Kurson mm-hmm. which had been besieged, mm-hmm. and they uh, they pushed uh, all the way, uh, um, mm-hmm. all the way to the Oskil River, mm-hmm. uh, towards Svatove and Kremena. <laughs> It's criminal, yes. but it's okay. Yeah. Anyways, and so and so, it looked like to me that they, they might be uh, about to score a big breakthrough, but then it stopped, yeah. and and that uh, puzzled me because uh, I that the importance of maintaining the momentum in such a situation is something uh, mm-hmm. I will quote uh, my great grandfather's uh, commanding general. <laughs> Back in the day, who said, quote, always mystify, mislead and surprise the enemy if possible. And when you strike and overcome him, never let up in the pursuit so long as your men have streak to follow. For an army routed, if hotly pursued, becomes panic stricken and can then be destroyed by half their nub- number." Uh, The other rule is never fight against heavy odds if by any possible maneuvering you can hurl your own forces on only a part and that the weakest part of your enemy and crush it. Such tactics will win every time and a small army may thus destroy a large one in detail and repeated victory will make it Mm invincible. So said Thomas Stonewall. Jackson,
1: yeah, yes, uh, yes. Actually, though, the uh, Confederate general who has the best advice for the uh, Ukrainians was uh, noted to say, "Keep up the scare." Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. keep up, keep the, up scare. the scare. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. also Nathan Bedford for for Yeah,
2: and never yeah. forget, and never. Forget get there firstest with the mostest. Yes, well, anyways, and the problem
0: so- is, is
1: when you wind out, uh, wind up without anything, and you have mm-hmm. uh, to get there with, and you have the Russians having <sighs> wasted uh, mass quantities of their uh, uh, men mm-hmm. and equipment, and you have the uh, the they have the Ukrainians at the end of their string with uh, their ability to train and field people. They yeah, just don't uh,
2: have the manpower. They uh, Look, that was, that was the problem from the start that I could see coming. And um, I honestly think that they have managed their affairs very well. The big problem they've got is that they can't afford the losses. And the Russians, in typical Russian fashion, whether they can afford them or not, will afford them.
0: Well, the leaked Pentagon documents... Oh, huh, uh, yes. Um, Uh, say that uh, U.S. intelligence warned in February Mm. that Ukraine might fail to amass sufficient troops and weaponry for its planned spring counteroffensive and might Mm. fall well short of Kiev's goal for recapturing territory seized by Russia. Mm. A document tagged as top secret, quoted by the Washington Post, said that Kiev was facing significant Quote, force generation and sustainment shortfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, another document dated 23 February and uh, gives an overview of the process of building 12 combat credible new brigades to lead the Uh According to the document, the planned brigades were a long way from readiness mm. Uh, with five yet to begin their training, six of the brigades had half of or less of the equipment they needed at hand. And uh, in reacting to this, uh, Jim Garrity over at National Reviews says mm-hmm. that uh, what we've learned is that President Biden's rhetoric regarding Ukrainian resistance increasingly appears to be wildly over-optimistic, happy talk <laughs> designed to assure Americans that he's managing the, nation, uh, the NATO coalition just fine. Um, well, uh, anyways, but apparently a lot of foreign policy experts have doubts about the administration's approach, but are afraid to say so in public. So, well,
1: the, the, here's the big problem. The the Ukrainians are have run through most of NATO's ammunition stocks, mm-hmm. and even but okay, the, Putin has made the same mistake that essentially the Japanese made. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 got involved in a war where eventually uh, the U.S.'s industrial power will be brought to bear, mm-hmm. and. The thing is, is that what is going to hurt Ukraine is we got attacked in 1941. We didn't achieve the kind of superiority that our industrial uh, might was capable of when we were on a full-time war footing for almost two years. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not on a full-time war uh, footing. So maybe on a war as small as Ukraine, we'll catch up within two years. But that leaves the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainians in a lot of trouble for the next year and a half.
0: Well, I have been saying for a while, you know, it's like it's not like, uh, you know, I mean, if they're short of, of tanks and artillery. OK, that's one thing. But light infantry. OK, uh, you know, uh, what is the equipment for light infantry, uh, a rifle and ammunition?
1: No. No, and uh, uniform, and uniforms, and boots, and night vision equipment, and first aid gear,
0: mm-hmm. and uh,
1: uh, medical and support, and 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 uh, a, a, a a company kitchen to feed them in the field. Mm-hmm. Okay, the t- the 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 stick is about ten times the size of the pointy end of the spear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what the problem is. Look, remember. Amateurs study tactics and strategy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Professionals study logistics.
2: Logistics and logistics don't support what you're talking about, Stacy. Ukraine's in trouble.
1: Yeah, Russia well, is too. That's, but that's Ukraine's an upshot in trouble. Of the okay. Well, well, but the, well, no. The thing is, is you, you, uh, the the thing is, is Russia still may have bitten off more than it can It's going to be expensive. May have. To both. It, it's going to be expensive to both sides and. The next year and a half or, will tell. Meanwhile, though, at least most of the shooting has stayed on that side of the Atlantic. It's not like oh, we've God. been in, stuck in places like Texas.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, boy. I'll tell you what. I, I was telling John this morning I had uh, w- what happened, folks, is that. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I benefit from having one of the best news scouting services available in the form of my brother Kirby. Okay. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, uh, is its name Kirby? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. I, Kirby uh, uh, Kirby uh, uh, passed uh, passed along to me a we, news item a couple of days ago. We
1: also have great security from Ginger. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes, Ginger, Ginger sweetie,
2: Ginger you're just such, is such a great such yeah, a great she, alarm dog
0: yeah yeah she guards us against things like ups delivery men, <laughs> and uh, if we ever get attacked by a deer okay ginger will uh let us know or the ups man uh uh so anyways but yeah so uh, uh kirby uh, uh tipped me to this a couple of days ago and i I, I was uh, kind of procrastinated about it, but once I got into writing it, I, I just thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed writing this today. It's
1: called The Best Aspiring Rapper Update Ever.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, and... Uh, it's comprehensive. You know, folks, <laughs> I have been doing Aspiring Rapper Update uh, for a couple of years now because uh, uh, the uh, Urban Dictionary Div- Definition of aspiring rapper. Let me quote it to you. North American euphemism for a member of the urban criminal class. This unusual occupation is usually mentioned in conjunction with the subject either being slain or being taken into custody for a violent or properly related crime. A relative of the subject usually points out. That the subject's demise or incarceration comes at an extremely inopportune moment, occurring just as the subject was "quote unquote" turning their life around. Okay, so it had been it had been uh, two months since I'd mm. done an aspiring rapper updated. Oh boy, do I have a good one for this one? Kirby said you're going to need some yarn a bulletin board, and push pins <laughs> to, to explain this to the people, but it involved two Texas rappers who got shot dead, uh-huh. a third rapper who is now on his way to prison for a drive-by shooting to avenge the first rapper's death, which was a justified homicide about uh-huh. which the second rapper boasted. Okay. Which was dumb okay this involves a, a rapper known as btB savage uh, btB savage is originally from Cleveland but grew up in San Antonio Texas mm-hmm. um, uh, his name actual name is Daryl Gentry and I should I, I I lead this thing with the picture of him flashing um, a stack, a huge stack of hundred hundred dollar bills. Actually, a lot of those what? are
2: twenties. I recognize. I'm sorry, but um, some of
0: them are. Well, yeah. Okay.
1: I recognize yeah, well, Franklin's a lot of bald head, but... in
0: that stack, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, but you can see, you can see. You got to remember. Uh, for the last fifteen or twenty years, our currency has been color coded the same as Monopoly money, and you can see that uh, uh, yellow. Uh, Line that sells uh, you yeah. it's a twenty okay. and a, a bunch right. of those. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, anyways, but he's also wearing a watch, which I uh checked, and it's a twenty five thousand dollar Cartier watch,
1: and it's kind of tacky.
0: It's yeah, well, very tacky. Well, as I said, uh do you have a twenty five thousand dollar Cartier watch?
1: No. I paid $25,000 for my 2021 Volkswagen.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't have a uh, $25,000 Cartier I think watch.
1: I paid $12.95 uh, at, uh, uh, at uh, Amazon for my Mickey Mouse watch.
0: But this 21-year-old <laughs> rapper has one, and I'll keep that in mind the next time some... Social justice type starts lecturing me about my white privilege. But I digress. Yeah, we're we're rounding. Btb Savage uh, was uh, had someone approach him for a collaboration. So they the come to his apartment for his home studio to do this, and it, uh, apparently their collaboration they had in mind was they going to rob him. Right. And so a struggle for the gun ensued. And during the, the struggle, somehow BTB Savages gets hold of the pistol. The girlfriend. The girlfriend. BTB Savages' girlfriend gets the pistol and starts shooting. <laughs> and she hits her boyfriend in the arm, but she also shoots. Uh, the other guy uh, twice in the back, and he died on the scene. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, B.T.B. Savage decides he's going to uh, post pictures of this of him standing in the man's blood, mm-hmm. right? Uh, pers- <clears throat> and, and talk about how how his mama going to throw a fundraiser, anyways. And it was uh, mm-hmm. he was taunting. But at least man. he had enough
1: sense Dumb. to get out of
0: town. Yeah, That was March 29th that he posted this to his Instagram account uh, after, after the death of Omar Richardson. Well, <laughs> about 24 hours later, Omar Richardson's buddy, Montrell Burley, uh, shows up and uh, him and a buddy, apparently... Uh, do a drive by shooting a girl
2: named Passion
0: No that's his girlfriend she wasn't the other shooter in the in the uh, shooting but they did but a drive by But she drive-by. was driving Yeah they did a no she wasn't that you've got to read the whole story but
2: I did was I a, thought I had
0: Oh well oh, that was a drive by shooting fast. and um, uh, a BTB savage BTB dead Oh dear And so so that's two rappers dead and now his buddy, uh, the buddy of the first dead man, Montrell Burley, uh, mm-hmm. has been arrested and is being held on a million dollars bond.
1: Mm-hmm. I got a question for you, Stacey. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: How mu- what do you think the odds are that any of these people have read Romans 13 recently?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Wildly <laughs> unlikely, but I do, have, I do have a remark. So yes. Gentry went to Houston and he didn't walk right.
0: <laughs> uh you better yeah you, yeah, yeah that's you better bob not Dillon. gamble
2: and you better not fight
0: <laughs> it's a bob dylan song yeah it, it, it she, belly
2: is who i learned it from oh
0: okay well anyways yes if you ever go to houston yeah so yep,
1: anyway but, but like i said i don't think any of these people read romans 13
0: okay no. uh, okay Me- Quote, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power, end quote. That's Romans 13, uh, one verses three. one through three. And and uh, I, I quote that because that's what we were taught when we were kids, okay? A respect for authority is incumbent upon every Christian, okay? It's mm-hmm. commanded in the gospel, okay? It's important. Uh, it's, we're Actually, following it's the example a, a, of Romans. A,
1: a Roman is an epistle, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, okay. okay, well, but the point is the Bible says so. That's all I need to know, okay? But then we have people like Dakota Means, a Portland rioter who was previously given probation for assaulting a federal contract worker has now been sentenced to 12 and a half years in jail for killing his three-month-old infant child dear god dakota curtis means 23 was given the sentence after pleading guilty to one count of first degree manslaughter and one count of first degree criminal mistreatment uh means who had previously been sentenced to time served and probation after pleading guilty to threatening a federal officer uh um uh, was found responsible of the death of Hunter Means, his young child, in April 21, uh, 2021, just months after he was released for his other crime. Prosecutors said he violently shook his son, resulting in uh, death. And um, anyways, but yeah, this you may remember the riots in Portland uh, and... Uh, Means uh, brandished a paintball gun at a federal contractor, I suppose it was security, cursing Mm. at him and saying it was going to be an AR next time. Uh, So, uh, Mm. but they gave him time served. And uh, as I've said before, bad causes attract bad people.
1: Right. Yes, yes, they do. And sometimes, uh, though, uh, Caesar. Is on a bad cause, and we need to do Mm -hmm. things to keep him in line. I had a post uh, this week called Mm -hmm. uh, Key Custodiat Ipsos Custodius, which is Mm -hmm. Latin for who's Who's going to watch the watchers. And um, Representative Jim Jordan, who's the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, issued a subpoena for FBI Director Ray, uh, wants him to testify about the agency's uh, intelligence gathering activities. Uh, Related to the Catholic Church. Mm
2: -hmm. It
1: seems that uh, the news broke a few weeks ago that an FBI office uh, has been targeting enthusiasts of the Latin mass Mm
2: -hmm.
1: as extremists. And now uh, it turns out that the FBI has recruited at least one undercover employee (laughs) uh, to uh, get sources uh, among Catholic clergy and other people who are leaders in the church. Mm-hmm. Now, if I recall correctly, the Cheka and all its successors, mm-hmm. down probably, well, at least to the KGB, and I wouldn't be surprised with the FSB, uh, infiltrated the Russian Orthodox Church with the goal of separating the people from religion and controlling what little left yeah. of the public church they had. And I ended that post. Um, can I read the Latin? Yes, you can read it. But let me, well, go ahead, read the yeah. Latin first. Okay.
2: Deus et non sancta ab homine iniquo et doloroso eroe me.
1: And that, by the way, is the way it would have been said um, in uh, Rome in the uh, first or second century. That was classical Latin as opposed to church Latin.
2: Yeah, uh, sorry.
1: No, <laughs> no, that's that's. Uh, That's what I prefer. That's what I learned. But the update Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know Latin, uh, what you read in English is judge me, O God, and distinguish my cause from the unholy nation. Deliver me from the unjust and deceitful men. And I thought that was kind of appropriate. That's the start of Psalm 42. And Mm -hmm. I happen to, I don't, I'm not Catholic, but I read Latin and I have uh, a missile available. And that was uh, what, that's uh, Easter Tuesday's uh, Latin Mass. Which is the, the day that the story broke. Mm-hmm. So, you know, funniest thing uh, about <laughs> the, way, uh, uh, the way these sorts of things happen. But that brings us to the final part of the th- show. <laughs> uh, crazy people are dangerous. And I get to do it this week instead of Tracy. Uh, Stacy, I've got uh, a, a picture up that's part of a don't know much about biology post. And it says every day is Transvention Day. And it has a picture of a hand with long red fingernails holding a lock back pocket knife. That's just slightly bigger than the one in my pocket. Um, And uh, the index finger is out near the front of the blade and the middle finger is actually up against the sharp part of the blade ready to start bleeding. And, it, you know, a normal person uh, usually understands enough about uh, biology mm-hmm. and human anatomy to know that that's going to hurt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, so, you know, the, 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 the trans uh, nonsense people are just way outside of reality to the point where some of them actually think that this is a a good meme to, <laughs> to have on your, their t-shirts it's just absolutely insanely incredibly crazy crazy and, and crazy people are
2: dangerous
1: and any of them who tried that will find out uh just how crazy and dangerous it is in a hurry <laughs> So, Stacy, we've got the music going in the background. You want to do the
0: outro? Ah, oh, folks, yes. As usual, uh, uh, I, I remind you that we will be back next Saturday night at the same time, um, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, for another episode of the uh, other podcast. And uh, thank you for joining us, Diana.
1: Oh, yes. And thank you, Stacy, for your hospitality here at the dining table. <laughs> and we'll see you both next week.
0: Bye, you Good y'all. night. Mr. Breeze <laughs>